Welcome to the SPC's Fit Talks podcast. I'm your host, Sean Clarisi, and today we have special guest Rob Adana on to help discuss with me different aspects of fitness. Welcome, Rob. How are we doing, Sean? Thanks for having me on the show. Doing good, doing good. So just to start off, just kind of introduce yourself and talk about how you kind of got into fitness and where you are now. All right. I'm Rob Adana, and uh, I got into fitness, I mean, honestly, early on, even when I was younger, because my, uh, my dad was into fitness a lot. You know, he was, uh, he was a police officer and stuff like that. So mm. he, was, uh, he was always into fitness. So we were always running around doing stuff. Middle school is when I actually started actually doing exercises, you know, tricep pull downs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, throughout high school, it was on and off. I was like very casual with working out. And then over the past two years, I think I was definitely uh, the most shredded I've ever been. Definitely. Okay. I was a lot of consistent calisthenics and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. whole Zac Efron goals and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, what would you say is the biggest inspiration for you in terms of fitness? I mean, you get inspiration from everywhere, man. You look at magazines, you see, you know, you see these documentaries on Netflix and stuff like that, you know, you like Ronnie Coleman, you see that, doc- that yeah, documentary yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. You just, it's inspiration. You watch stuff like that and you're like, how could I not work out? Mm-hmm. You got to go and lift. So you get it from all different, all different sources. Yeah. So, um, I think what's really cool and really important I'm bringing you on here is that um, you bring a perspective of someone who works and does fitness as a hobby, like on the side. It's not, you're not doing the average it. Joe. Yeah. The average Joe, you're not doing this as a uh, career. So no. um, what, I guess, how do you keep yourself disciplined and motivated while working a normal, I would assume a normal job shift. So kind of just get into that. Like the whole nine to five yeah. office life dealing with the, I mean, it's hard to find inspiration during winter time. Winter time's the definitely the worst, yeah. the worst time because you know it's dark. You want to stay and you just want to mm-hmm. eat. But uh, yeah, you just you, you have to. It's a it's a it's a discipline you carry throughout everything in your life, mm-hmm. your work. You know, it's it's I got to do it. I'm gonna do it. You stay on schedule. You you stay on track, and only you could make yourself do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could uh, you could talk to your blue in the face of somebody about fitness and you know what they should do, what they can do doesn't mean they're going to do it it's just mm-hmm. it's up to you to have that self-drive to just be like all right i gotta do i gotta do dips all right you know i gotta i gotta, I gotta work buys today you, mm-hmm. you know you just gotta stay on top of it yeah i i've talked about this on the podcast before just that um motivation is great when you're first starting out but it's pretty fleeting so what yes. so you have to establish some type of discipline so uh let's just get into like so what type of training do you do now and um How's your nutrition lifestyle? Uh, I, I do a lot of like casual weight workouts, a lot of free weights, uh, a lot of calisthenics, dips, crunches, pull-ups, you know, wide grip pull-ups, all different vari- variations of pull-ups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That stuff gets you shredded, you know what I mean? You're looking for that beach bod, that cut bod. Yeah. You try to stick to those, you know, those calisthenics, a lot of free weights, like I said. Um, not big with squatting. I don't do a lot of crazy back workouts because injury, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not an yeah. athlete, I'm not training for anything, so it's I definitely go lighter weight, more reps, trying to, you know, stick to that. Okay. Um, so in terms of nutrition, like, uh, are you doing any specific diets or you kind of just keep it? No, nutrition, I'm all over the place, honestly. I'll be, during the, the summertime and like pre-summertime is when I get more disciplined with my eating. You know, during the winter, you let yourself be a little bit, uh, put on a little winter weight, you know what I mean? You get a little chubby. Yeah. But, you know, when, uh, 
the, the pre-summer time comes around, summertime comes around, I definitely cut down, try to eat more, more, more protein, more fish, lighten up on the carbs. You gotta balance the carbs, you know what I mean? It's a delicate. Yeah. You, could, uh, you could lose brain power if you want to lose carbs, so. Okay, so um, let's get into, so what is your opinion or how do you view like, so, like fitness on social media? So I've talked, I've talked many times on this podcast about how um, there's kind of a, just a little bit of a dissonance between how people view um, fitness and how it really should be viewed. And I think a lot of it comes from stemming from the fact that there's many people on social media that kind of promotes this almost unrealistic um, goals. So coming from someone who, from the average Joe perspective, like how do you view the uh, social media fitness? I mean, like, you know, you scroll through these, these fitness, uh, these fitness instances and stuff like that. And all these people who who think they're, uh, they're, they're public figures just because they, they take pictures of themselves at the gym and they say all these cliche things like, you know, love the life you live, you know, all that mm. shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of, a lot of that, that cliche stuff that, that you'd say to, to inspire yourself, but it's, you just, you, you could see it, you know, you could see it in the person's character. If you look through their profile, you look them up, you see if they actually have any, you know, any legit background, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of these people just think they're public figures and they're just Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. Instagram crazy, but, you know, if, if you're involved in the fitness world, I feel like you, you immerse yourself in the, in the, in the right sources and you know where to go for those things. Sorry about that. My dog is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's. Okay, so would you say that there have you is there anyone on like YouTube or Instagram that you've watched as like instruction or is there anyone that you specifically watch that uh you would say does a great job promoting actual information? Well, I actually have a uh, someone I know actually uh, a friend of mine. She just recently moved to California. She does uh, she does a, a fitness page. She has a personal blog, but mm-hmm. she's someone who actually follows through with the lifestyle. Okay. She lives the personal fitness life. You know, she's all about true inspiration. What she says is actually who she mm-hmm. is. You know, those those kind of people are are great influencers. Those are the people who you know have knowledge. People like you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, honestly, when I when I would go to uh, a certain gym, I used to go to this place, Limbrook Health and Fitness. And the people there, that like I watched people there, or I had my older brother with me to show me exercises and stuff like that. Um, you know, believe it or not, pumping iron like that original. You know, you watch that and you you see what these guys do. You look up, you know, some of their mm-hmm. routines and stuff. You get the technique down. That's what's most important. You want to get the technique down and make sure you're doing this stuff right. But that's that's where I, I pretty much got my inspiration from. These characters at the gym, man. These guys are, you know, these guys are funny. Mm-hmm. They've been they've been doing this stuff for 15 years. Ex bodybuilders and. The ones who are really, you know, in sick shape, they'll, you know, give you a little advice and stuff like that. But, you know, that's the, that's kind of like the old school way. Now people go to social media looking at Instagrams, looking for exercises, all mm-hmm. these, you know, these Instagram fitness people. Okay, cool. To get into working out at the gym, do you prefer working out with someone or by yourself? Because if someone were to ask me, I would be inclined to say yes. However, I do prefer working out by myself. I don't have oh, to yeah. worry about keeping either keeping up with someone or them keeping up with me and adjusting the weight and reps um, appropriately. Yeah. But at the same time, there is a uh, night. There is something nice about working out with someone, um, and that like kind of like them keeping you going and yeah, encouraging you. So, so, so in your opinion, which do you prefer? I mean, 
it's it's a different workout when you work alone compared to when you work mm-hmm. out with someone else. Like I could definitely go a little heavier. Mm-hmm. You know, I get someone there who's you know my brother's pumping me up. I'm like, yeah. You know, making all these crazy noises. You know, mm-hmm. just just going crazy because I know I can, he's, he's spotting me too, so yeah. I can go a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm alone, I definitely do uh, more of a casual workout. Mm-hmm. You know, lighter free weights or whatever. Yeah. But, you know. Play with the muscles. Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's it's a personal choice. And I personally, I like working out with somebody. I think working out with somebody definitely makes you go harder mm-hmm. and push you a little bit more to have a little more endurance. Um, yeah, yeah. So it, it 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 all it all depends, you know. And also, it's different when you work out. Like, what sex you are. If you're working out with a guy or working out with a girl, I feel like it's different. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, I get different energy. I know I enjoy working out with both. I have I have friends that go to the gym, you know, girls I go to the gym with, mm-hmm. guys I go to the gym with, and it's awesome. It's always better working out with somebody. Okay. Um, what would you say is the one thing that you've been either slacking or like the hardest part of the diet, man? Okay. The diet's always the hardest part. Okay. So what about the diet is like, uh, really hard for you? What about the diet? I mean, quesadilla. I mean, come on, man. You know, food, all this good food, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, once spring rolls around, that's when you start getting disciplined, like I said earlier, but yeah, dude, it's just, it's so, it's so easy to fall into a relaxed kind of mm. diet. Like, yeah, you know what, I'm working out, whatever, I could eat it, I could eat it, I'm, you know, mm. throwing on a hoodie, it's all good, whatever, I could be a, I could be a fat fuck for a little while. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, the diet part's definitely, you know, I think the worst. Because people get endorphins from working out, you know what I mean? You get that yeah. whole, you know, you get, it's a release, it's an excellent release. There's just endorphins exploding in your brain. And it becomes a good stress. It's a, it's a, it's definitely a good stress. But the food, man, that's the hardest part. Mm. I love eating, man. So, is there any um like tips? Cause you're a good looking guy. So, is there any tips or anything that you do that you could say for people who are like you, where they work most of the day and then fitness kind of comes second? Like, what are some tips that you can give to keep up and keep keep up with their health? Just like a multivitamin, you know, fish oil, eat breakfast in the morning, you know, make sure you're eating during the day. Portion control is a big thing too, man. It's mm-hmm. so easy to overeat. Yeah, it's typically where uh, I kind of falter a bit. Oh man, it's so easy to just go out of proportion with food and just start mm-hmm. going, you know, going a little crazy. But uh, yeah, you, you just gotta, you gotta self-discipline. Like I said it before, it's, it's a lifestyle. So you have to keep it in the back of your mind at all times and mm-hmm. just, you know, not let it get the best of you. So... Um, you mentioned a couple supplements. Is there any other supplements that you take? Like, uh, like, do you take like whey protein? Is there anything like out of convenience that you might take? No, I've, I've, I've always been all about just regular diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never tried to take anything to boost. Um, like my older brother, he used to take the stuff and it'll explode and he used to, he used, you know, it made him crazy and it made him, you know, shit black pretty much. <laughs> so he had to, he had to get off it. He was done with it. It was ruining his stomach. Mm-hmm. But he did a little bit of that whey protein stuff. I never wanted to do it. I was never interested in that stuff. I was all about natural, you know. I saw results naturally without that stuff. And, you know what I mean? I'm kind of yeah. naturally vascular, so it's not yeah. like I need to take creatine to get those, like, you know, crazy-looking arms. Like, I, I like that natural fit, you know what I mean? Um, but no, I, 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 don't, I don't mess with that stuff. One of my, one of my cousins, actually, he, uh, he, he messed with some crazy stuff. He was just misguided. He was, he was told that there was... That there was good stuff in the supplement that it wasn't it turned out to be bad, and he had some bad side effects from it. Mm-hmm. So stories like that always deter me from the yeah. supplements. I mean, I know there's good stuff, there's natural stuff you could take, but mm-hmm. yeah, just diet and exercise. Yeah, that's actually really unfortunate. That was kind of what I talked about in the last podcast, where supplement companies are just people who 
either know better or are ignorant will kind of tell people that a certain supplement will yield probably unrealistic results. A lot of, yeah, absolutely. A lot of mischaracterization of what these things can do, what they make you do. A lot of it has to do with personal drive and diet. And these people are like, oh, if I take this, I'll be, I'll be a big guy. You know, it doesn't work like that. Definitely doesn't work like that. So. Okay. So, yeah. Um, diet and stuff, that's all important. But what do you, uh, what do you normally do? When you when you do your are you more like casual exercising? What do you what do you do? Um, okay, so for training, I've kind of varied a bit um, over the years, and so where I'm at now, the last like five six months is high volume, um, more geared towards muscle building, but as well as I kind of developed my own program where it's more focused on just getting getting the fundamental movements down right. Like technique, and it, yeah, 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 technique, but also just like. I kind of talk about this too is like just functional movements. So I pick certain exercises where I think like not only do you do it on a daily basis, that it's important that you get all these uh, – get stronger in these uh, areas. So yes, I kind of yes. developed a program where I focus on squatting. I focus on – I focus on basically all the – like all the important muscle groups. Realistic workouts. Like yeah, realistic. So, exercise, yeah, right? so I focus on certain exercises. I um, don't bench press. I do dumbbell bench press because I want to just get more of like – small, small yeah, yeah. muscles and stuff. Yeah, exactly like that. But yeah, yeah. like – I do squats. I do the overhead press. Like certain exercises that like people kind of know they do it on a daily basis. They just kind of don't realize it as well. Absolutely. The program that I'm developing and that I, I keep – I keep – and I said this. I keep changing it. I keep making it better. I keep trying to improve it. I try to find areas where I think I'm slacking. So recently, like the last month, I've been focusing more on my forearms and my calves. I've been adding that to my training just to kind of get – um, a bigger overall body, but also okay. a more functional okay. overall body. I think uh, most muscle, most if not all muscles, have a purpose and keeping everything Absolutely. good as well. And in terms of diet, I kind of have figured out like how much I know how much I eat. Um, because I kind of keep track. I kind of don't. I'm not super serious about keeping track. Well, are you trying to bulk up? Are you trying to put on more mass than you have right um, now? Or are you just start trying to stay, you know. Um, trim? I'm trying to put on size a bit. Um, I'm not trying to like cut really low right now. So oh, you're not trying to take any yeah, supplements. You're I was creatine. at the start of this year, mm-hmm. I was at 195. I'm at, I sit around now 185, 190, okay. but I'm really just trying to focus on building. And how tall are you? You're what? I'm Six. five, I'm five, five, ten. Five, ten? Five, ten. Five, eleven-ish, which you was Optimistic on. five, eleven. Yeah. So <laughs> basically is that, um, I just want to be more functional. So I also focus on, um, my flexibility not necessarily doing yoga, but I've definitely focused on stretching. I find that's very. Important. I've been yeah, I've been trying course. to just be more functional as, like I said, this is my niche now, and this is mm-hmm. what I've been focusing and trying to promote with people. So I have to do my diligence. I got to you know preach what I I got to practice what I preach. That, so that, yeah, that was my point before, man. You you have if you're gonna do it, you gotta yeah. follow through. It's a and, lifestyle. It's yeah, it's a lifestyle. And for nutrition, I kind of just try to. Um, I have a. I have like set foods that I'll eat. So for breakfast, mm-hmm. I try to keep it the same thing every day, eggs, oatmeal. And then throughout the day, I kind of realized I'm a snacker and that's kind of where um, I kind of faltered. Though. You could do it the right yeah, way. Yeah, that's the problem. I kind of like done it the right way and kind of faltered a bit. What do you so, do, Mountain Dew and Cheez-Its? What are, you, what are well, you snacking on? Well, it's not even the – It's sometimes it's the quality of the food. Sometimes it's just the quantity. Like I don't view certain foods as bad as – 
um, as others, but like sometimes like I'll have like one too many protein bars or like we kind of have healthy foods on around the house. So like there's certain foods where if I have a certain food, so like especially high sugary foods, I know if I have that even just like every once in a while, I know I'll abuse it. So really for me, it's been focusing on more just snacking on healthier options well, so that I don't do something about it. You know, yeah. But that's something that like has taken its time and like kind of have developed. So I'm not super serious on cal- on counting calories. It's more no, of just never it's more of calories. just eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And the way for me is that I you know certain people have certain problems with their diet. Mine is snacking. Yeah, a lot of people and have over, overeating problems exactly. and portion control. Yeah. So I kind of have to like, especially at dinner time, just I have my one meal. I have my one thing. Well, it should be your smallest done. meal. You know, that's a common thing. You know, I, that's a common knowledge thing. You're, Dinner should probably, if you're not doing heavy bodybuilding, lifting, you're trying to maintain a certain level of calories, like it definitely should be your lighter meal of the day. A lot of people mess that up. They'll have like a like half pound of pasta before they go to sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I kind of do it where my breakfast and my dinner are like the two meals of the day. And then throughout the day, I'll just drink a lot of water and I'll try to heat, eat like um, healthy food options. And then so when it comes to dinner, I haven't overeaten throughout the day so that once I hit dinner, I can have a nice dinner and then that's it. What's Call your it healthy night. food options? What do you consider like midday healthy food options? Um, like turkey sandwiches? Uh, no, I would say like snacking on like um, uh, I would say I typically will either snack on uh, different types of nuts. I will snack almonds. on fruit. I love almonds, man. Yeah, almonds are great. Walnuts, um, pistachios, as well as that I try to uh, uh, fit in. I try to get as much fruit as I can in throughout the day so Typically, it's bananas and oranges. Um, I do a little blueberry, strawberry, whipped cream. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. For me, that like that's actually a good dessert for me. Oh, I love it. I love like, it. I'll have like strawberries or blueberries, like you said, maybe with whipped cream, like a little a bit. A little light whipped cream. Yeah, but, little, yeah. but like that's my whole purpose is that if I can just have those and avoid like the high sugary stuff. Yes. Then I that's when I'm good. Exactly. exactly. Um, and I kind of typically allow myself once a week, maybe twice a week, just have like a dessert. Like I don't try to kill myself over. Um, but like I know if like if I kind of go overboard with that, that like the next week I really got to take it more. Well, serious. what's a dessert? Do you like a pudding, a tart? What do you what do you think? What do you? <laughs> Uh, ice cream, yeah. <laughs> but, a half but like, unsalted no, cashew. What do you? No, uh, uh, a pint of ice cream. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh ice cream. Oh, yeah. Start. You get me some fudge brownie. You just uh, yeah, eight o'clock at night. You got a half uh, a pint of fudge brownie. The, uh, what is the uh, the what what the, ice cream? What uh, the Ben and Jerry's? The Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's yeah, yeah that. Oh, man. The, I love Ben and Jerry's, but they the Jimmy fuck, Fallon. One? They oh. they they kill me. They kill me, and oh, I gotta. So that's where like I just really have to just focus and like say like no. Like I just got even I just, I really have these temptations. I'm just like, no. oh man, it's bad. And if I, you pass a Seven Eleven, you know, yeah. you have it. You go in there. He's like, oh, you're back and, again, and Bobble. as well, like I try oh, to make sure, like dinner time, like there's, you know, it's a healthy dinner, but it's also like there's vegetables there. So yes, I know at absolutely. I know at best I'm getting in vegetables, but like, and a typical dinner at uh, at the house is usually just like it's usually some type of meat source, some kind of steak, some kind yeah, of protein, yeah, getting some good meat, some good protein source. Um, I'll have whatever type of carbs they will have typically. And then I try to push for the vegetables because, um, it's good stuff. Yeah. I just, I try to push for it. They, you know, my parents kind of buy, um, like sometimes they buy ones with like cheese sauce and whatnot. And I try Ooh. to, I don't, that, so I, that's the killer right yeah, there. You I, stop putting I, that shit on. I like, I understand why. And I've even talked about how 
making transitions to healthy foods. You might yeah. have to – that might be the middle ground, but I'm past the middle ground. So it's yeah. kind of annoying a bit, but I kind of understand – but pe- people, that's the thing. People yeah. start putting, like, you, you dip your vegetables in ranch. They play, yeah, I'm eating yeah. healthy. Got a half a pound of ranch. Going yeah. There. You know what I mean? Pe- pe- yeah. People get the sugar free stuff and they think like they're doing oh, it yeah, themselves yeah, and yeah. they just start over them. Oh, that sugar gonna make you sluggish. You know, you gotta stay away from that stuff, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's garbage. It kills you. Yeah. So, and I, I try to really um, drink a lot of water throughout the day. Oh, I think yeah. drinking a lot Absolutely. of water actually just, it, A, it helps me stay full throughout the day, but. If when I drink a lot of water, even though I'm peeing a lot, I just feel so much better. You feel better, absolutely. Yeah. You see that clean stream, you're like, oh, I'm feeling yeah. good. I'm I'm, feeling- the pipes are moving, everything's good. Yeah, I could, I could, yeah, dehydration's bad, man. You see people, yeah. you saw Jerry Nadler the other day, dude, he's just like, like, he just goes into shock and it's like, yeah. it's terrifying. It's terrifying stuff, man. Yeah, so, um, anything else you want to ask me? Yeah, um, Letting you take over the podcast now? Yeah, man. <laughs> to the show. Um, so, what you do, you do rowing? Is that what you do? What do you do? Okay, so what do, what do I do, do squats, I do overhead press, I do, um, and the, like, I'll do a variation of it, but basically I do a squat variation, I do an overhead press variation, I do a bench press variation. Then well, I do. What muscle groups do you combine the same day? Like, okay, you know, do you so, do full body workouts? Um, they're guy? basically full body, so. For the most part. So Monday, I'll do legs and chest. Okay. Legs, wow. chest. Why two big muscle groups? Leg, like chest, and forearms. Uh, the reason is that I like, um, I like the. Uh, I try to hit legs three times a week, so I fit in there, and then this way I can focus on one big muscle group at a time. And okay. as well, the great thing about doing legs is that it typically doesn't affect your upper body workout but, so but legs and chest in the same that's a painful next day it's a painful old. next day but honestly with like i said focusing now on more flexibility that's a great recovery right there and then the next day is my cardio so i'll do a mile run outside so that kind of gets the blood flowing and i'm kind of good by the time that next workout comes which is uh so then wednesday will be um lunge it will be a leg workout and then um shoulders and arms aren't you releasing like a ton of testosterone at the you know, um, such big melting at the end of the day uh, uh that's uh i yes and no you get I, a rush at the end of the day you're like yeah, oh, i'm coming over like, there's definitely some testosterone uh being uh like sent through but i think also it's just it's just it's a nice way to hit all the muscle groups throughout the week but as well as um in terms of just testosterone uh that's kind of a myth in a way. Testosterone gets released, but yeah, not that much. Yeah, it's something you hear. It's something yeah, like yeah, no it's one a, sources. Yeah, it's that's, something you hear. Yeah, it's something that you hear, and I um I think it's just really just the endorphins. Like I just like working out like that many muscle groups at once. Well, you've been doing consistently too. Yeah, so exactly. You're, you're used to and and as well as that, you and this is what I've been talking about is like I'm at a point where I'm doing a little more than what I would even say a beginner would do. If I if a beginner just took my workout, you can just take the base exercise. So Monday, you could just do squat and then you could do a squat variation and then a bench press variation and you're and then the farmer walks and you'll be good. And what do you do like 3 sets of 10? What do you what do you do? Um, right now I'm at uh depends on the exercise, but typically it's 4 sets of like 10 to 12. Oh, okay. So I'm keeping it high volume because I'm trying to build that muscle. And I've seen results. I've yielded results um, uh, over the course of five, six months now. 
Um, my arms have grown, and I talked about this last week. My arms have grown. You're definitely about, bigger from the last time. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, my arms have grown about uh, an inch and a half. All right. And my legs have grown three inches. There you go. Since the start of 2019. You actually so, measure? You measure I, them like every I, three I weeks, keep, four weeks? Yeah, I measure them about. I I, I like right. keeping track of goals, like that's man, my goals, yeah. so I kind of keep track a bit. Um, I just like seeing, like, I'll keep note of it. So that's how I knew it was like, and I could just visibly, I see it. That's the thing with me. I visibly see it because I retain fat like a pregnant woman, dude. Oh, Oh, it's so easy for me to gain weight. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, when I gain weight, the gut just gets bigger. Oh, yeah, man. The saddlebags come out. I can't wear like certain under. I'm like, look that. So, like, I'm not going to say I'm like at a super um, low body fat percentage, but I'm definitely not at a point where, and I think just also. A little bad bod going on. Yeah, I got a little bit, but as well as like seeing the muscle growth. I've actually just you got putting the on muscles. Around yeah, the putting on muscles. Like I've actually seen more striations now, just because I'm putting on more muscles. So there's just less. You're getting ripped. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of removing uh, the fat, and just kind of is all retaining in my stomach. But even then, like, you know, when you wake up and like you're dehydrated, I kind of see the oh, like the two back going. Like, yeah, so, yeah, but that's, that's me. but. I've yielded results, so I kind of, like, really like this. But, like, if you are a true beginner, you could just do a squat variation on Monday and a bench press variation on Monday and then that. Then you could just do squat, overhead press, and basic arm exercises. Even for me, I don't keep my arm exercises pretty – like, I don't keep – You do a lot of dumbbell curls, hammer curls. Um, I do – I usually use bar. easy bar, and what I've been doing Love recently easy is easy bar. I'll do um, – neutral grip and then like the really close oh, grip okay. to yeah. hit both heads of the bicep and then uh as for triceps i keep it really simple it's just the overhead uh tricep extensions with oh, a with a dumbbell oh, okay. i think that's the best way for me to just pack on size you know about I can, the whole close grip pull down uh i might do those as like a burnout but in terms oh, yeah. of just putting on muscle yeah. like uh just doing that just doing the overhead tricep extensions or uh, – and then maybe add like close grip uh, bench press. Those are two good ways to just pack on size right away. So You ever do skull crushers? Yeah. I, I, I'll do just skull crushers. Those, the problem yeah. with skull crushers for me is that they put a lot of pressure on my elbows. Oh, and just okay. over the course of the years, especially because I played baseball a lot and, mm. and uh, pitching-wise – my elbow oh, yeah. my elbow joints have kind of deteriorated a bit so That's understandable yeah. so i kind of just keep it like that it puts less pressure on everything and i can uh keep improving the weight so okay so I, it works I, for you man. yeah and i've you been know? progressing and uh getting that progressive overload so um but yeah so and then so then friday i do um deadlift so you can do a deadlift variation and then i do um uh i do lat pull down and if you're into calisthenics you could do the uh pull-ups i try doing the chin-ups and pull-ups on my cardio day just as like just a way to just keep progressing as many reps as i can but uh and then i like doing the lat pull down right now because i'm just focusing directly on uh building muscle so um in terms of that it's just easier for me to really hit that area um, but I've done like weighted chin ups in the past nice. where okay. I've like tried to max out my strength on that. And I got pretty good at them and I got pretty high. So I know I can do it. And that's why I like doing them on the other days where I'm still just staying active the other days. And then um, a lat pull down. And then I believe it's a uh, box jumps just to kind of keep a, a more athletic, functional result. Keep it and, spicy. Yeah. And I will try to find an alternative for that if I do ever put this workout plan out for the public, because I know obviously there's a whole bunch of people that can't do box jumps either because they're just 
most likely because they're just either overweight or they're just not. Some people just don't want to do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and appealing. they don't want to do them. It's not appealing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not appealing, but it looks cool. But yeah, it's like not like the most. But it, especially if they're not physically ready to do yeah, them. Yeah, something like bad knees. Too. Yeah, you bad know? knees I mean, over the years. You hurt or, yourself. Yeah, you especially hurt yourself so as mm-hmm. someone who's very health conscious about that and really wants to promote um, good fitness. I will find an alternative for that, but for now, for me, it's just a nice, fun way to get in. Yeah, it keeps it, it keeps that like, but like for like some some fifty four year old person, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to do box jumps. They're gonna, you know, they might pop a hip if they're not, you know, if they're not athletic and they just yeah. start jumping into it. So causing problems. Man. Yeah, and I'm someone who talks about how like I try to stay as consistent as possible, but um, even someone like me who is trying to do this as a living, eventually, it's still really hard for me to like. Some days are just. Like I, I just, there's some days where you just don't want to work out and that's what keeps kind you motivated. Of, uh, for me, what keeps me motivated, I'll say what keeps me motivated is just a, I want to do this for a living and I want to show people that you like, you got to advertise yourself in the fitness yeah. world. You know what I mean? You sell yourself by just the way you look. Boom. If yeah. you, you know what I mean? You could just, if you're in sick shape, people would be like, all right, this person knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, assume. yeah. And I want people to follow me. I want people to see me as someone who knows what they're doing. But as well, what keeps me really motivated is that I'm just, I love challenging myself and I love pushing myself. And I want to see right now, like right now, I'm just really focused on how much muscle I can put on and just how big can I get? How, but not, not with, too with, with or without supplements, like you're trying to do introduce um, creatine I, into that? I, I used to take supplements. I've actually recently, the only supplement I take is fish oil. That's the only thing I take. Um, I used to take creatine a lot. I'll add it to my coffee. But recently I just had like the last five, six months, I really haven't been using it. Um, I don't even use whey protein anymore because I know I'm going to get it. And I know at worst case, I can just buy something uh, quickly at a store or whatnot. So I'm not worried about my uh, like protein intake as well. So I've kind of just stayed off the supplements and I kind of feel better. My definitely my gut health has been improved mm-hmm. from just not yeah, taking it. You, yeah. you might as well just eat more. Just double up on the chicken. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, whey protein meat. is weird because I like taking it at times. It's very convenient. Um, especially when, uh, especially during the school year when it gets really busy, it's a lot easier for me to just take it in the morning, like with my, uh, breakfast. But, um, more recently now I kind of just figured out how to take it, but, most whey proteins, even the ones that I recommend, kind of screw up my stomach a bit. I've never messed with them. I, I never, uh, never really wanted to. I'll say yeah. this: they, uh, they will, they won't mess up your stomach necessarily. It's just you might feel a little weird taking them. Uh, I already got a foul bowel, man. I don't need any of yeah. this shit, man. Oh, no yeah. one want to be around me. Oof. I'm not gonna say it's like the worst bathroom uh trip ever but dude you should see what protein bars do to me man oh, oh no yeah God. quest bars i used to live by them They're... my nickname was pumba as a kid and that's before i started taking you know protein bars man you know that stuff will just ooh. yeah a lot of the stuff it's like you don't know what they're putting in there and like um it's just so i kind of like steered away from it and it for me that helps me uh show that like you you don't necessarily need supplements to gain muscle and to have a no, healthy nutrition man. lifestyle. It's really out of convenience. The reason I take fish oil is because I know I don't eat enough fish throughout the day. Same here. So yeah, I re- and I really like um, need to get those omega threes, and I think that's they're very, important for everybody. Yeah, yeah I think they're important for everybody, and I don't. Uh, I don't eat salmon. I don't eat yeah, salmon. like maybe eventually if I if I'm making enough money where I can just buy salmon all the time, <laughs> like like the Rock. 
you know, the rock. Yeah, the, chef, the, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a whole other story. Well, maybe not even a chef, but just like. Do you meal prep? Do you do, you do any of that meal prep? Uh, no, I, I can don't. Never st- I, would I not. don't meal prep. I've tried it in the past. Doesn't the problem matter. with meal prepping, honestly, is that I. I don't want it. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I don't want it. It's, it's like I don't need to do it because I don't. Eat, right now, I don't eat really a lunch. So it's more of just like, oh, I'm home. Okay, I'll have like a fruit here. I'll have something there. Oh, I'm at the school. I'll, okay, I'll buy like a, I'll buy like a piece of fruit or something like that. It's not, I'm not, I don't need to prep a lunch every yeah. single day or, you know, like. But it's expensive to put on muscle. If you're trying to like gain mass, you, you have to eat a lot and like you know, the six meals a day kind of thing, high protein, you got to you know, eat a lot of food. So it becomes yeah. expensive to maintain that. It, like when you're really trying to put on muscle and you get serious about it, it's expensive. Yeah. Because you just you intake more food. It's also, <laughs> I'll say this: it gets expensive, but it also depends on what you're, what type of diet you're doing. Um, if you're eating animal products, like if you're like a normal person who eats like chicken, beef. yeah, yeah. If you're eating that, those are so they um, the protein there is so bio bio bioavailable that you don't have to worry about eating so much protein because you're gonna get it from there. Absolutely. The people who have the biggest problem, I would say, financially are people that are vegans or vegetarians because... So they go to soy? Is that what they do? Well, the problem is is that the plant-based proteins typically are not that bioavailable. So you have to eat so much. To typically, double. Typically, you would have to eat double the amount of what you would have to eat as an animal product to get in that enough protein. Do you have absorption ratios? Do you have scientific? Um, What's the ratio on that? Um... I don't have it on me give right me, now. Give me some percentages. Show me some percentiles. Um, I don't have it on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I know producer. Yeah, Produ- can you get can you get that? <laughs> no, I don't. Kidding. I don't have a. Uh, I don't have. I, I'm not that big, so I don't have like a research guy that just has. This make sim- Justin your producer, man. No, you no. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna make <laughs> Justin should. my producer. Justin, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's my brother, and no, I would never you have. You make him your Mr. Producer. Call him Mr. Producer. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna call him Mr. Producer. I'm not gonna give him You'd that be ego. Useless anyway. <laughs> we wouldn't do anything, right? Yeah. But um. So yeah. Um. I just know from my prior research that like, though plant-based proteins are just not that bioavailable. So those people might have a problem if they want if they have bodybuilding aspirations. As for me, um, I you know I have eggs. Which is a great source of protein. It's a complete source I of protein. Love eggs all day, hard boiled, and they're kind of controversial. Um, how do you like them? I like them hard boiled or uh, you know over medium with okay. a little bit of so you, toast. Yeah, and so they're kind of controversial. Like, uh, are they good for you? Are they not good for you? Is, cholesterol, is dietary are cholesterol eggs bad for what? This well, is no. Yeah, the the controversy is that. Um, it has a lot of dietary cholesterol, and whether or not is that's it all in the yolk? Is it all in the yolk? Yeah, the that's why a so lot of hard boil them. Get rid of the yolk. Yeah, I. I'm, Get some egg whites. Yeah, I don't. There's ways around I, that. Uh, the the thing is, like, it's controversial because the studies are super conflicting whether or not they're bad for you, they're good for you. Um, they're high in protein. What is it, six grams of protein per egg? Come yeah, something like that. So. And I have, like, three eggs that, a day. When I'm consistent eating eggs working out, dude, I get uh, This is how I see it. Results. If you're eating six eggs a day, eight eggs a day, that's when it might get really bad. But if you're eating... I did three eggs a day. Yeah, if you do eat two to three eggs a day... I think you'll be fine. Greek yogurt too. Whether or not you whether or not you eat the whole egg, uh, the reason I eat the whole egg is because the yolk not only does it have dietary cholesterol, which it has healthy dietary cholesterol. Um, in my opinion, I think it's important. Are you into nutrition too? You're a nutritionist as well. Um, um, I'm not necessarily a nutritionist, um, but I'm getting there. Oh, okay, all right. So, 
but like I like like this is kind of where I got into it where I wasn't um majoring in anything fitness wise when I first started college it was just kind of like just a love like it was just it was a passion that calling yeah, it was just a passion that I had where I just liked researching like things about. It was just fitness. fitness in general. It wasn't a particular sport. It wasn't a yeah, particular. No, no I wasn't like, training. I, like I wasn't training fit. for any sports. If anything, it was like kind of like where I made my first transition to like bodybuilding in a sense. But I also did train uh, because I do still play like softball, and at that like, time I was still playing baseball. Like yeah, so I kept up athletically. But um, it was just the idea of just doing my own research on like different. Uh, stuff and then trying to like uh tell like people just like my family like hey this is i kind of done the research like this is healthy this isn't healthy you shouldn't be taking this you shouldn't be doing that and then it just became such a passion that i'm like you know what one day i was just like i want to do this for a living so this is your passion this is is my passion um i know i can make money doing this i know i can find a way to make money doing this whether it's personal training whether i can become a nutritionist whether it's becoming um an exercise physiologist you you know what i mean it's where you it's where you take it and like i also saw all these people um on youtube on um on instagram and i thought i could do that self-proclaimed trainers or actual well both i think i i feel like there's so much bullshit that like if you just say even the most basic of right things you'll sound good and you'll um you'll be able to you'll find a following I, I agree. I agree, but it's dangerous out there. You get sometimes you get these misdirections, like you know the the blood flow restriction. You know, yeah, I don't, goes. I don't. Kids are passing out in gyms and stuff. Yeah, like that, I think I mean? okay. Yeah. My opinion on that is, um, I don't like the that, studies man. aren't there, and I would say if you're like intermediate to advanced lifting, if you're a van- intermediate to advanced lifter, then you might be able to find some benefit out of it. But if you're a beginner, don't do it. Yeah, what is the, yeah, what is the benefit of, of restricting the whole idea, blood flow? The whole idea is that you're restricting the blood flow into the muscle, so you're keeping all the blood in there, so it will it'll help you break down more muscle. What, the lactic acid will rip up more? Is yeah, that it, it was just like, you'll just be able to keep the blood flow in there, and you'll be able to, you'll get better pumps, basically, and you'll get, um, uh, whether that the thing, uh, the whether that's or not the, the whether or not it works in terms of muscle building, um, mu- breaking down the muscle, that's the controversial part. Now there are people that I that I even respect in the uh, health the uh, industry that promote it, and like I said, to me, I think it's more towards more geared towards like an intermediate to advanced lifter. If you're a beginner, your muscle, especially if you're a true beginner and you get those newbie gains, your muscles are gonna grow whether you're on a terrible workout plan. Or you're on a because great you're going from life. a you know a late back going, life to an active life. I yeah, mean, exactly. You're, you're going to see results if you're consistent. Whether you're someone who's been yeah, whether you've been sedentary your whole life, or if you're like a true beginner, where like you're kind of like where you were when you first started. Like oh, if you're yeah, in yeah. middle school, your muscles are just going to blow up because they're like, oh fuck, what are you doing? Like this is new, and your mu- you're you're going to break down muscle very easily, and you're going to get a lot of gain. The first two years for typically the first year to two years of lifting you're going to gain 20 to 25 um pounds of muscle because your body is just it's just re- it's basically just primed and ready but it depends on the age too you know what i mean uh, when you think yeah. it's like a healthy age to start exercising you know what i mean um like you I, see that hercules kid that yeah. stuff is dangerous okay man, right? so i guess the question comes down to um what type of exercise i say before 13 years old calisthenics is perfectly fine it's like yeah like normal like yeah i would say calisthenics yeah normal stuff because um up until that point you really should 
learn how to use your body correctly. Absolutely. So I would say the two good best things you could do from uh, as a kid to 13 is uh, till 12. Well, 13 is um, calisthenics and some type of yoga and stretching. So like technique, getting your muscles yeah. primed. You, you know, you want your tendons to get all strengthened if up. If you want, really want to, I would say keep it closer to when you're 12 and just focus on the base, like focus A on the basics, but just focus on form. Don't even try to like get as strong as possible. Just focus completely on form. Oh, yeah, and technique is everything. Yeah, just foc- yeah exactly. Because you really don't want to hurt yourself. You, you don't... Kids don't understand the damage that they can be putting on oh, their bodies man. in terms of their joints, especially. And some <laughs> parents probably don't even understand it. And so if I was a trainer and I was working at a gym and we allowed 10-year-olds to join the gym or That's we allowed them to work man. out there, uh, what I would do – should if, be a jungle it, gym for yeah, them. Not if I was gym. a personal trainer, I would only do calisthenics if they were younger than 12. Absolutely. But that's my – Nothing opinion. but running around and light yeah. muscle play. You know, yeah. Ex- yeah. Come on. Yeah. I stunt their growth. Yeah, exactly. Well – yeah, to an extent, I don't. Um, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but like I said, it's just it's. I'm even worried about the stunning, the growth. I'm more worried about what will that if you put on a lot of weight on a that smaller frame, what will it do to your joints? Well, you like, saw what happened to Tiger Woods, man, when he was all bulked up and he couldn't carry all that weight with a swing. He had to get surgery with his back. I'm telling you, man, it's it's, yeah. it's get big the normal way. If you if you try to put on too muscle, that's too much muscle. That's how you end up hurting yourself. You try to go heavy, you get all bold. You pop a tendon, you, you pop yeah. a disc in your back. But that's um, it. once you hit thirteen, like once you hit like late middle school, early like early mm-hmm. high school, you know, typical. To, you know, well, it starts to kick in uh, even before then, puberty. depending on when puberty hits for you. But really, just that's the best time to go because your body is changing as you're working out. You'll gain the most muscle if you're consistent, and even on a bad workout plan, you will be able to gain. You're a still going to gain mass. Gain mass. Bigger, yeah. You'll gain a lot of muscle, and then um, you just have to know as you keep going, and that if you keep consistently, that the the law of diminishing returns kicks in, and as you keep going, uh, it's going to just get smaller and smaller and smaller to a point where you, there's really no, no noticeable gains anymore. Well, you plateau. That's uh, well, it's not even it's plateauing, but it's also just you just max out your genetic potential, so you get to that point. Well, that's when people start really considering supplements and start getting into because God, oh, this is all I can do. Well, I'm working out really that's hard. That's where that's where you have to be just like that's where you got to play. And this is what I also promote is just playing the long game. Like, mm. um, do you want to? take something that will help you get really strong and gain a lot of muscle but will deteriorate your health and you'll take out like no 10 20 years of your is taking out like 10 to 20 years of your lifespan uh more important than living a long healthy and, life yeah, quality of life is everything and that's yeah. why i mentioned the ronnie coleman thing before yeah. because it's all about that man you yeah. see what all of his crazy lifting habits did to him yeah you know not just the service but just the fact that yeah like the the heavy lifting that he that ronnie coleman did now now he can't walk he can barely walk walk, he needs surgery to walk like that's another yeah that's another thing that i'm glad you brought up it's like quality of life like people think like you know what whatever i'll i'll have a few more good years and that'll be it but then but you don't understand it's not a few more good years and then you'll just kind of like it's even the same thing it's even the same thing with people that are in denial of how obese they are they kind of just like they're kind of like, you know, whatever, I'll just, I'll just, um, eat whatever I want and then I'll just die. And it's, that's how it works. They don't realize you, at 54, you have a heart attack and that's how it well, ends. Well, it's not know? even that. It's like, you'll have maybe one more, let's just say you're at like 
the doorstep. You might have, and you think you have like three or four good years left. You might have one good good year left, kind of. And then what will happen is your knees will start to go because yes, uh, physics. Mm-hmm. You're just putting way too much cartilage pressure. Is gone. Is your cartilage is gone. You're going to be in so much pain. You're going to be eventually immobile. Yeah. And you're, um, and you're just going to be in so much pain just to walk. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. Life isn't enjoyable. You're not having yeah. hot sex anymore. Like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you're you doing just, with yourself? You're not, in, you're not going to be enjoying your life. And then, yeah, you might probably end up dying of a heart attack, mm. especially if you're obese and then you... Uh, and you're diabetic. Oh, that's, your that's, your feet are gonna have to. Your feet are gonna go. Like everything's gonna go. Things gonna start getting trimmed off of you. you yeah. Start so pieces of you. So, yeah. You, it's it, a lot of technique, keeping your tendons and everything fresh. You know. That's why. That's why I'm a I'm a, I'm a high rep, low weight kind of. I just want the beach body, man. I just want to be cut yeah, enough to where, to stay healthy. You know what I mean? That's that's it. I tried doing the the strength game a bit, and I kind of noticed that like. Once I transitioned over to more high reps, just focusing on uh, building muscle, I kind of feel a lot better. Like when I was trying to focus on strength, I didn't like, I'm not going to say like I got like anywhere close to like the max strength I can get to, but just focusing on that is like, is so taxing on your central nervous system and it's just so taxing on your joints and whatnot. So uh, I had a lot of low back pain and a lot of knee pain. Was that because of technique or like biology? No, um, I, I had, I would say I had good technique i'm not gonna say i have perfect technique because no one even the best don't have perfect technique mm-hmm. but it was just i think it was just constantly trying to push the weight that i just my body like just small joints just started to go a bit not not so bad that i need surgery just like it's like work out and, the same it way. was just aches and pains that like i started feeling that i'm just like oh and then like you wake up and like things are just more stiff than usual so Really, when I started focusing on building muscle and like lowering the weight, but just focusing on reps and as well focusing on my flexibility, my body is like felt the, the best it's felt since. So you found where you should be. Yeah, found, found high school. And this were, and that's also when I started finding this niche of just general fitness and trying to help people understand that like you don't need to be the strongest powerlifter. You don't need to be Ronnie Coleman no, to be healthy. No, no, healthy. It's a very personal thing. It's a very individual thing because. Yeah everybody's biologically different. You know, some things might work better for some other people. You know what yeah. I mean? Some people need that higher caloric intake and some people need to cut down on it. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely something you need to figure out. And, you know, if you're really serious about it and you're trying to, you know, make your, your, your life better, you know, quality of life, you see a nutritionist, you, you know, you see your doctor, you get into a, a good routine with, with a trainer because you see, you see some of the technique in, in these gyms, man. It's hard. Oh yeah. No. And, and it's I'm at that weird point where I know better for sometimes, and I want to tell people, but I'm also at that weird point where I'm just like, well, I'm not a technical personal trainer yet, so it's no like, one wants to be that guy. Yeah, like, it's like, like I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. But then, like at the same time, it's do you not want to be that guy? But then allow someone to hurt themselves. To get themselves hurt. Wait, you yeah. feel like you have a responsibility almost. Yeah, when it's exactly. Like you're perceptive enough to realize this guy's not doing it right. He's gonna yeah, hurt himself. Like, but like I've definitely seen like horrible overhead. Like I saw <laughs> yeah. such bad form on overhead press. I didn't know oh whether they were trying to do the push press. <laughs> Or the overhead press, and I was like, they're doing both of it wrong and at the same time. You from your workout? No, like, because <laughs> I, I'm like I'm in between sets, and like it looked like they were doing overhead press, but then like their knees would bob a bit, like they would bob forward. So I'm like, are they trying to do a push press? It didn't make any sense to me, and I was like, do I tell them? I'm like, you know, no, let them collapse. Nah, let the let the hamstrings. I feel like away. I feel like now if I really see it, I'm gonna be um, yeah. more active about it and more just like, hey, like. 
ask them what they're trying to do and show <laughs> what them What are you right trying now. to accomplish right now, man? And not <laughs> sound like a jackass. Yeah, I got like, dude, let me show you how to do it, all right, man? Yeah, like, yeah, no, I didn't want to be like that, but I'm just like, hey, like, what are you trying to do? Like, if you're trying to do overhead press, like, you're, you shouldn't be coming up on your calves and your your knee shouldn't be bobbing forward. Oh, but if you're, and if you're trying to do a push press... It's all about technique, man. Yeah, and if you're trying I, to... I didn't do, know that. And but. if they were trying to do a push press, well... You don't bend your knees first. You bend at your hips first because you're trying to just drive with your legs. You're trying to drive with your hips. Like you're almost trying to like do a, like a like a jump. Like you're about to do a jump and then you press the weight forward. And I was just like – I'm just like I don't know what they're trying to do, which one. Or like I've seen like really bad deadlift form where it's like all back. That's where I really want to just like be like, hey, like you're really hurting yourself. You know, you're, they should really split up the gym. Like, a gym should be responsible and split up the gym to an advanced side of the gym where there's no one that's, you know, you just, you're, you're free roaming. And the other side should have almost like guides for people who, who know they're beginners and actually, are you know, have the, the humility to be like, hey, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're like, all right, well, let me show you this technique. And they make sure that they're doing it right. I also think it's the personal trainers who work there. I think it's it should be their... I'm not job. talking about personal. I'm talking about yeah. general trainers who no, no, just no. Like, floor, like on the floor, making yeah, yeah. sure that these people are doing it correctly, yeah, 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 like yeah. on the beginner side only. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think that's a good idea to implement into a gym. Yeah, it sounds like a great idea. But also, I'm just saying, like, if you're a personal trainer and you're working at a gym and you see bad form, that it should be your obligation to help them. Absolutely. Because yeah, and yeah. I've had personal trainers come up to me and be like, "Hey, you're doing this wrong. Like, here's the." right way of doing it and i appreciate that mm-hmm. i i don't view it as like you know this guy's trying to show me up or anything like it's important because you know you, you don't want to hurt tell. yourself you can usually tell the people who are actually trying yeah. to give you like guidance compared to the people who are like oh, this ain't doing it. yeah I mean? i've had that to, i've had that too where it's just like they 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 don't think i'm doing something right like or sometimes i do something purposely wrong to focus on something else so um sometimes with bicep curls i'll take a heavier weight and i'll kind of use momentum to get the concentric portion up but then i'll focus completely on the the negative the incentric portion of just the to lift. concentrate on that just to concentrate on that but it's just because this is the strongest part of this is when you're at your strongest when the incentric portion and it's just a it's an it's an extra way to just build more muscle and to Instead break down the muscle slow, but then like slow down, but then slow, like slow people are just like oh you shouldn't be doing that well they well Whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. I see someone swinging their arms with a free weight, I laugh oh, no. at them. I know, but... Here, but you're actually accomplishing yeah, 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 something. Yeah. You're actually trying to accomplish And I, like, I've seen that too, but the difference is like you could tell the difference between someone who's doing it, but then like really fighting it the whole way down, and someone who's just, just swinging, swinging back and forth. Swinging like, around. Like, 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 moron, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Wow, 50 minutes. So, uh, Rob, uh, thank you for coming on today. Oh, yeah, yeah, we made it work. Uh, any thank final you. thoughts? Any final uh, things? Oh, man, I, I think this is great. I like the whole open conversation, just picking out random random things, cultural things, you know, just the average Joe perspective, you know what I mean, compared yeah. to, like, you know, someone with more knowledge. You definitely have more of a background nutrition and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed yeah, it. I had it a lot a of fun, time. too. You had a lot of good information to bring it's on the show. It's my first podcast, man. I've never, I've never done a podcast. Hey, you sound really so. good. If you uh, started your own, you'd be really good at it. Yeah, my mom says I got a voice for radio, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, trust me, I've heard that. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, does you that... got a face for radio, John, you know that? <laughs> uh, my dad was said, like, you know, you got a really good voice for radio. Like, you have that really good radio voice. I'm like, does that mean I have a face for radio, too? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Son, yeah. listen, there's no easy way to say this, but you're fucking ugly, huh? All right, you take after your mother, you know that? Hey, <laughs> hey, my mother is a beautiful woman. <laughs> Kelly, we love you.
I actually call her Doreen. There's an inside joke between me and Justin. I'm like, Doreen! And we don't know where it came from. It just came out of nowhere. It's one of those things that just happened. I'll have you know she listens to this podcast, and I'm not cutting that out. No, no, <laughs> Kelly, we love you! <laughs> okay, so thank you, Rob. Thanks, brother. It was, good. It was okay. good being here. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the SPC's Fit Talks podcast, and have a great night.